0: Do you want to do a podcast?
1: Yes, Jimmy. It is very late here in uh, the Queens, England. You so would you say it's time? I I would. Uh, I time for what though? I, I really the I really want to. I want to. I want to make this podcast. I want to make it a good one. And I want to make it a quick one and not a sleepy one. Uh, <laughs> no guarantees. <laughs> no guarantees.
0: gross yeah uh
1: yeah but i mean we got a full night's sleep last night pretty much still Still, it's catching up to us you know and uh all right it's late here you're sick let's make this happen
0: y'all move
1: It's time to pop a pop podcast Hello everyone, welcome to You Activated My Podcast, the weekly Yu-Gi-Oh! Recap Podcast. I'm Tyler. I'm Jimmy. And this week, we are going to be talking about... And Lauren's here too. <laughs> do, do you want to do that again? Do you want to do that again? This is my favorite part of the podcast, by the way, everybody, because Lauren cannot hear what Jimmy is saying. And Jimmy can only kind of hear what Lauren is saying. And I get to act as like the in-between, which is... It makes ex- for great audio. It's exactly as fun as it sounds. <laughs> She loves it though. She loves it. And Pepper is there too. And Pepper's here, but Pepper is sleeping. Oh no, he's he's looking some something. He's looking Lawrence's foot. All right, there it is. That's what's happening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what are we? What are we doing? <laughs> we're doing a podcast. Presumably, this podcast is about recapping episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh. This week, we're gonna be talking about season one, episode thirty-nine uh yugi versus pegasus duel of the millennium part five of five but the better title here is fusion of light and darkness black chaos descends
0: part five of five though we did it's it been five weeks and we're finally at the end of this one little story arc
1: we did it jimmy do you remember one duel do you remember like a literal year ago when we looked at a two-parter and we were like, Oh God, this two-parter is just going on for forever. (laughs) And now here we are at the end of a five-parter. At
0: least this one had Pegasus in it.
1: That's true. Which which makes it it a much better show. Uh, Yeah. I think, I think the show benefits overall for having Pegasus in it. As we do every week, Jimmy, before we talk about the episode in earnest, we like to give our listeners a recommendation of something they can do with their 20 minutes because, uh, or something other than Yu-Gi-Oh! anyway, uh, because even if they don't value their time, we do. And uh, I would like to know what your recommendation for this week is. We don't value their time because we're still making this podcast. (laughs) You know, that's a great point. I realized, so again, hearkening back to ye old times with this podcast, but do you remember like, after we recorded episode two? It might have even been after episode one, and you said to me, in a text uh i don't think that we should make this podcast longer than it takes to watch the episode <laughs> <laughs> whoops we, last week's we episode, sure dropped the ball on that one last week's episode was like a frog's breath away from uh two hours <laughs> god literally it took us longer to talk about one episode of this five-parter than it did to watch the entire five-parter
0: Folks, we apologize. I don't. <laughs> Folks, I apologize. <laughs> so uh, instead of listening what is, what is to your our podcast yep. or watching Yu-Gi-Oh!, you can go check out the band Beats Antique. Uh, I just saw them in concert mm. the, this past weekend. I got free tickets through my friend who works at SeatGeek. Um, Beats Antique is an experimental world fusion and electronic music group. And their live show is absolutely bonkers. It was really great. It's called the uh, Grand Bazaar Tour. Okay. Uh, that they're, they're touring around the U.S. And they had all these dancers come out who are just like really good choreography. And their, their music was real neat. And it was just a, a great spectacle. So if you like um, kind of new agey world fusion music uh, with lots of percussion and like almost like a dubstep to it sometimes, uh, you should check them out.
1: Yeah, that sounds right up my alley actually. I'll, uh, I'm gonna, well, I was about to bookmark it, but I'm like, no, wait, I've got the show notes right here. I don't need to do anything. Yeah, yeah that <laughs> I can see awesome. you highlight it just in my page over here. <laughs> right, <laughs> I was like about to copy it and put it in a Google search, but no, I'll have
0: this later. You can probably go on YouTube and find some of their shows that have been filmed. It's probably pretty Ooh. cool
1: okay so check them out Beats Antique I definitely I saw the name in the show notes here and I thought it was like you were like recommending headphones (laughs) the new
0: Beats Antique it's like regular Beats headphones but they're made out of wood
1: yeah they're like steampunk
0: (laughs) which would actually uh, fit right in with Beats Antique the band Mm. it's an extremely steampunkish vibe to it
1: oh okay yeah, this yeah, absolutely sounds like something I would listen to. All right.
0: Oh yeah, then very cool. Go check them out. What is your recommendation this week?
1: Uh, watch Jeopardy.
0: Just Jeopardy in Just, general.
1: You know the TV show Jeopardy.
0: Yes. With Alex Trebek. That famous TV show the, we the the all famous know and television love. Television program. My British friends were talking about. Um, my British friends were talking about Countdown. And then I mentioned Jeopardy and they all went, What's Jeopardy? And I just wanna leave you with that.
1: That makes me sad. Countdown
0: is great. Countdown is great. Also watch Countdown, but how do you not know what Je apparently they don't know what Jeopardy is here? Yeah, you'd think you would know that just by cultural osmosis.
1: Yeah. So Okay, well, I, I didn't think I would have to describe this, but just in case you don't know what Jeopardy! is, uh, the reason it's my recommendation is that it's... It's the show that you
0: watch when you're sick and your mom is at work.
1: Hell yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what it is, Jimmy. So so at its core, okay, so Jeopardy! is... It's a quiz show, right? It's a trivia show uh, where effectively it's just question and answers, right? Uh, but the conceit is is that... They give you, there are two, well, there's three rounds of Jeopardy. And in the first two rounds, they give you, uh, I want to say it's six or seven topics to choose from. And it can be anything, right? It can be American history. It can be uh, fruit beginning with the letter E. It can be uh, pop stars who uh, had farts that made the headlines in 1997. Like it's it's just kind of, all over the place. Um, be specific, but okay. Uh, well, but that's the thing. It can go from very general to very specific. Or like this one is uh, all of the answers need to be rhymes or haiku or, or you know, all of the answers in, in this category need to contain uh, the letters like V and Q, right? Or something weird. And essentially, uh, th- there are three contestants and they pick uh, one of the topics and a dollar amount. And each topic has certain dollar amounts. Like, there's a hundred dollar question, a two hundred dollar question, four hundred, all the way to a thousand. And it gives you the answer first, and you, as the contestant, need to give Alex Trebek, the host, the question. So, for example, you could pick uh, pop stars of the two thousands. For two hundred, right, and you could get answer, and he was like, "Baby, baby, baby." Oh, and then you would say, "You would buzz in." That's another thing they have to buzz in, and then you would say, "Who Who's is Justin Bieber?" Justin Bieber. Uh, Who's the Beeb? And that's that is the conceit. That is the entire thing, right? And the the whole thing that trips people up and i think the reason that it makes it like interesting to watch and listen to is hearing people formulate these questions because if you don't say it as a question it doesn't count you could blurt out the answer you could just say justin bieber but like you didn't say it in the form of a question sorry whoops uh-oh um but yeah it's been running for forever now there's like three seasons on netflix now uh the like tournament tournament of champions Uh, and yeah, it's great. And you nailed it. It's exactly just, it's a show that you put on when you're not feeling well, you're home alone and you, you just, you get like a box of crackers and bowl of chicken noodle soup and pop on some jeopardy, man.
0: (laughs) I might go do that right after this.
1: That sounds good. That sounds good. (laughs) Oh yeah. No, that sounds, that sounds like exactly what you need. (laughs) Uh alright, so.
0: Now that we've explained what Jeopardy is, should we talk about some good old Yu-Gi-Oh? Let's talk about Yu-Gi-Oh!.
1: It's time to discuss the episode. Jimmy, this is the fastest we've gotten in the episode uh in a while, and I think it's because we're both excited about it. Uh yeah,
0: it's not really the season finale, but it's Kind of the season finale
1: here. It kind of it feels finale-ish. Uh, once again, this is season one, episode thirty-nine. Fusion of light and darkness. Black chaos descends. Uh, we, okay, your first note here says recap. What, what's your What's your recap of the last episode? Just real quick. The boy dead, Tyler. The boy. The boy dead. dead. <laughs> several several boys are dead
0: (laughs) (laughs) but just the one boy
1: really well the mokuba
0: oh yeah that that that, there is a pile of um inanimate bodies just kind of stacked up on the balcony as well as the inanimate body that is still inhabited by an ancient spirit
1: right so two and a half boys dead
0: <laughs> Oops! All dead boys.
1: <laughs> two and a half dead boys is my uh, gritty reboot of Three and a Half Men. <laughs> two and a Half Men. What's the name of that show?
0: Yeah, Two and a Half care. Men. Three I don't know.
1: Corpses. <laughs> Thanks, Lord. That wasn't creepy. She said that while maintaining eye contact with me. Uh, okay, but yeah, so, the boy dead. The boy dead. Uh,
0: Yugi is ostensibly dead uh last we saw him he was still locked in his duel with pegasus and um because they're both in this shadow realm sphere uh it just completely drained yugi of all energy and he like passed out and
1: vanished yep i and they
0: couldn't feel his soul anymore
1: i'm going to posit something right here jimmy for for you and for the listeners at home and for our studio audience the boys stay dead. <laughs> the the boy the boy died? Yeah. The, bo- the boy dead. The boy dead. He's not coming back.
0: <laughs> I we both wrote out the entire Netflix description because we were both so enamored with this. Tyler, yes. do you want to read it this out? This is
1: the next note. Uh so The Netflix description, which I almost never read because typically I'll just like go straight to the next episode and hit play. I paused during the caption and this is what came up. It says, Yugi is desperate as Pegasus's time bomb is about to explode. But with the help of his friends and Yami Yugi, the plucky teen finds a new strategy. Plucky teen. Plucky teen sounds like the most inaccurate description for Yugi.
0: Yeah, what is this? Babysitter's Club? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Those are some plucky teens, but I would not describe Yugi as a plucky teen. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not even entirely sure he is a teen. I mean, ostensibly he is, but he looks like he's, you know, a child.
1: <laughs> he, yeah, he could easily pass for like nine years old, for starters. Plucky, I would maybe describe his friends as plucky. Like Joey is plucky, Taya is plucky, Tristan is plucky. Uh, Yugi is kind of like... Yugi is the Ross of this group. <laughs> he's just kind of along for the ride now because of some supernatural blessing he's he's uh, gained,
0: and uh, he doesn't really show up at all this episode until well, spoilers—the very end. He's not actually dead.
1: No, I disagree with you there. Really? We'll circle back to this.
0: I think he's. Still, <laughs> I, I'm.
1: I. In the, okay, in the canonical timeline that you and I are now living in, in which this episode has already occurred, I think Yugi's still dead. I don't think you he think comes he back. You think he's walking
0: around as, like, a revenant? I a, mean... A, a, a hateful spirit that demands blood from beyond the grave? I mean... Because that would totally fit with his season zero personality. I
1: think the boy dead...
0: The boy dead. All right. Well, let's get to him,
1: uh, uh, his death. I also wrote down because uh, it says Yugi is desperate in the description there. I wrote yes, down, I see
0: your very bad pun. I wrote down desperate, more like dead spirit. Dead dead, dead spirit. spirit. Dead dead spirit. Get it? <laughs> I can hear Lauren in the background complaining
1: about this. <laughs> you can basically hear should. her eyes rolling. <laughs> Uh, all right. And then we get into the episode itself, uh, which the first line really sums up our show, Jimmy. This is awful. Yep.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's the, uh, the peanut gallery still standing around outside this swirling sphere of dark energy. Uh, and they're still kind of bewildered and confused that they suddenly got psychic powers connecting them to Yugi and then suddenly they can't feel Yugi anymore. So what's the deal?
1: Yeah. Uh I don't, like I I don't really know whether to feel sorry for them at this point or or what it is kind of like the the attitude in which they say all of these lines is like when you're at a restaurant and you've been waiting for food for a while and you like kind of forgot what you ordered. And the, you see the waiter bring out the tray of food, right? And they bring it to your table and you go, uh, oh, is that it? And then, and then you see the plate in front of you as they put it down. And you realize, oh no, I actually, I ordered the chicken, right? Nope. Sorry. That's the wrong table. My bad. Uh, and then it goes away and then you have to wait some more. You're like, hmm, what could have happened to it? Right. <laughs> oh no. How did that happen? Like, that's the that's the level of seriousness they're treating this with. Yeah. Um, but then we cut into uh, Inside the Bubble, uh, and we hear a uh, sci-fi fiction podcast from Maximum Fun. What? <laughs> There's a podcast called The Bubble. Oh. It's a... Anyway, uh, and uh, Yami Yugi is sort That's of That's what lamenting. people listen to
0: podcasts for, is uh, references to other podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, like a grotesque podcast
1: turducken. Oh, we'll get to grotesque turduckens later, my friend. Uh, Yami is, is uh, lamenting the loss of Yugi. And then, out of nowhere, Grandpa's spirit appears. Yeah, where the hell did he come from? Was he... Uh, Because he, He like, appeared to Yugi a couple of times. But I guess I had figured that that was, like, a memory of Grandpa? Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, a flashback?
0: Yeah, or, like, him imagining what Grandpa would say to him in this situation.
1: Right. Or or there was that one dream that he had where Grandpa led him out into the mystical thing to show Pegasus' evil plot. But, like, I guess that was his spirit?
0: So how he's not really trapped in the vhs tape or he can just kind of leave it sometimes and wander around and talk to people
1: yeah so it really it it makes you wonder about sort of the uh the mechanics of astral projection in a way of like okay his body is presumably back at the game store his soul is in
0: (laughs) you think they just left
1: him on the floor this entire time yeah (laughs) they were a bunch of shitty kids of course they fucking did
0: I mean, this makes the last year of podcasting that much more hilarious. Just imagining <laughs> grandpa's lifeless body just kind of left on the tile floor of the game shop, just kind of twitching. That would,
1: that would be an amazing cutaway to get at the end of every episode. though. Just a still shot of grandpa lying there. More and more dust kind of
0: appears on him. <laughs> just in front of the TV with like static on the screen. <laughs> There's like the bzzz of flies kind of buzzing around his open mouth. Oh no!
1: <laughs> somebody, somebody knocking on the door.
0: uh hello, Mister Mister I have a delivery for you.
1: <laughs> hey, old man. I wanted to buy some cards. Kaiba comes back, tries to get the another blue eyes white dragon. <laughs>
0: Yeah, just starts trying to negotiate with the door. I know you're listening in there, old man. I know you're I'm just prepared. Did. You're just playing pre- hard to get. I'm prepared to buy your entire store. Twenty-five million dollars. Uh. All right, fifty million dollars. <laughs> but so, damn you, old
1: man! <laughs> I'll be back. So okay, so Grandpa's body's at the game store. His spirit's in a card that Pegasus has somewhere, but then his spirit's spirit is visiting Yami.
0: Can a soul have a soul?
1: Ooh, that's a good question.
0: Yo dog, I heard you like souls. (laughs) So I put a soul in your soul.
1: Here's how I bet they would that grandpa would explain it is that his body has a spirit, but his spirit has a heart. Oh, and the heart is what is visiting Yami right now. The point is, the point is, Grandpa says Yugi's not gone. Yugi's still with you,
0: and it's the love of his friends that's keeping him alive. Yep. They've they've made a uh, a distributed network, and <laughs> Yugi is just one <laughs> node. So if any yeah. single point goes down, the rest can still operate.
1: It's a mesh, Yugi, really.
0: <laughs> it's a mesh friendship n- network.
1: <laughs> He's the inter <inter-friend. laughs> uh, my My note here was not as funny. My note here was, so friendship is magic? Yes. Turns out, yes, it is.
0: Because that's exactly what they do. Because they show your favorite scene, the friendship symbol once
1: again. I had to stop. I paused <laughs> and I walked away from the computer at this point because as soon as this happens, we cut to outside the bubble, right? And we see yeah. Taya Tristan in and Joey and Taya's like, I have an idea. Let's reach out to Yugi in the same way that he reached out to us. And through friendship, through friendship, apparently. And they all understand this. And then they do a flashback to the friendship symbol.
0: And then they put their hands together in the same way. And then they just kind of turn and stare at the uh the energy orb.
1: Yeah, they kind of make they, they like resolve themselves to think hard about Yugi. Uh And there's this shot of, like, it's this panning shot of each of them chanting sort of various affirmations, like, you can do this, you, we believe in you, we're here for you, BFF for life, sort of thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, They literally experienced this friendship telepathy for the first time last episode, and already they're, like, weaponizing it to break through into the shadow realm, like, through dimensions. This is to it's, contact a very, their friend.
1: it's very much like an X Men origin story, right? Like, like think of I'm trying to think of a superhero. Like think of like Iceman, right? And before his his mutant abilities sort of formed, you you would imagine a shot of Bobby Drake, like at a restaurant, right? And he gets sure. a, he gets a glass of water and it's got ice in it. And He goes, "Ice, I hate ice. Ugh, get it get it away from me." And he like orders it without ice, right? And then later on, uh, he, get, he, he, is that seriously his origins? <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm just, oh, it's I don't example. know anything a... about Iceman. So you but but could it sounds, be, but it sounds plausible, right? Where like they become the thing that they hate because they've like built a personality around hating a certain thing. Like, like say, say like, like Catman, right? Like before he becomes Catman, he really hates cats. Oh, these cats. I hate these cats. And then he gets superpowers and he's like, of course I'm the cat superpower guy. Huh? The same thing is happening here, where for a, a goddamn year, our time, <laughs> Tristan and Taya and Joey have denied the existence of magic. They have ignored it. They have not seen it. And suddenly, their latent mutinability emerges. And what should it be? The knowledge and complete understanding of all things magical.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. His soul is trapped in this such and such a thing obviously,
1: um, clearly, uh I hate the friendship symbol i just i just do it just it you're not gonna get that as your first tattoo huh flames on the on the side on the side of my head <laughs> uh it, no, I hate it, I hate it uh and It gets worse because we cut back to the duel and Yami uh, has a sort of like newfound determination, this like stern look on his face. And he draws a card and Pegasus immediately tries to read his mind. But instead of the card, he sees (laughs) a still image of Tristan and Taya and Joey doing like a Charlie's Angels pose. They're just... Like, looking over their
0: shoulders, glaring at him, and just kind of, bing, appears for a second.
1: Yeah. Uh, They're
0: using the power of friendship to combat this, like, ancient
1: millennium item. Because what's older than friendship, really? Egypt, I guess. Friendship, if there's one thing the Spice Girls taught me, it's that friendship never ends. (laughs) Oh, man. That's
0: right. So they, they call it they call on an even more ancient power
1: the they power do of love they do it's true and Pegasus Pegasus tells us what he wants what he really really wants
0: He and tells what us that?
1: what he wants what he really really wants and what he wants is to zigga. oh
0: yeah uh, he is very shocked at this turn of events as are, are we the audience because they're like, This is the first time we have seen any sort of, like, latent psionic abilities from these teenagers.
1: Exactly, exactly. They had to reach a certain breaking point. Lauren has a point.
0: What does the pharaoh say when Yugi has him
1: over for dinner?
0: Oh my god, what?
1: It's Yami Yugi. (laughs) (laughs) And that's our show. Good night, everybody. <laughs> uh, now I'm just
0: picturing them like swapping in and out of Yugi's body, like Pharaoh is preparing dinner, and then Yugi is just like commenting on how good the dinner is.
1: Lauren just fucking got up and bowed, and is now leaving the room. <laughs> uh, um, uh, that would be that would be an amazing cooking show, though. Cooking with. Cooking, uh, cu- yeah yeah just no just call it just call it would you call it yummy yugi just yummy yeah
0: yugi's yummies
1: <laughs> uh, um anyway so- the real millennium
0: item is the friendship we made along the way
1: <laughs> right exactly
0: and like joey somehow reaches through the psychic link and says get out of his mind and stay out And Pegasus makes the exact face as in the uh, surprised Pikachu meme.
1: He does, he does. And he has the best gasp. He goes, he goes, oh, (laughs) like he's been like kicked in the stomach or something. Uh, And so so I wrote this down. So, so Joey says, uh, get out of his mind and stay out. And then Yami says, thank you. Together we can stand strong against him. And then Pegasus growls, I think. But then Taya says, "Pegasus, you just don't get it." And Joey says, "You think your eye makes all the difference?" And Tristan says, "But you're wrong. Friends do." <laughs> and the guy me goes, "That's right."
0: <laughs> I want to point out this is literally the same moral lesson as Pokemon the first movie, where instead of, Pegasus I were gonna is say, taking. You going to say Metroid Prime Three. <laughs> <laughs> that comes up later. Okay. <laughs> uh, but no. Uh, Pegasus is taking Mewtwo's spot here where he's got all these magic powers that he's trying to use to uh get his way in the world, but it's through the power of friendship and caring for each other that they are over able to overcome this this dark magic or Ooh. psionic power and uh defeat him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point. I think I think the only place where that falls apart a little bit is that uh that would mean That well, would that make Yami Yugi Mew in this case?
0: I can't tell if he was Mew or if he'd be Pikachu.
1: (laughs) I think, I think the Taya Joey Tristan gestalt would be Pikachu. Let's go with that. Okay, and then and then Yugi is Ash, and then yeah, huh, huh, okay, all right, I like it like it bakura Uh, and mokuba are both uh
0: team rocket because team rocket doesn't actually do in that anything in that movie i think they're just there for comedic value
1: (laughs) there you go (laughs) uh so yami yugi reveals that because of his friend's help he can save the dark magician from the blast of the bakudan detonator uh oh yeah back
0: to the actual duel that's
1: taking place back to the thing that's supposed to be happening Pegasus says, "You cannot. My detonator will win this duel for me, despite your pathetic little friends." Uh, and then, yeah, he says it. And Yami replies in, in a way that could only be described in all caps. He goes wrong, because now that these friends are working with me on a whole new level, this is a whole new game. <laughs>
0: There's a lot of dialogue like this in this episode.
1: It's so much. Like, he can only deliver it in a way that's going to peak the microphone, right?
0: Yeah, I think he does a couple of times.
1: He must. He must. Uh, So Yugi's friends are somehow... But in gameplay terms... Yeah.
0: um, He plays uh, Mystic Box. Right. Um, I think we've seen Mystic Box before, haven't we?
1: Uh, We did in the uh, Paradox Duel in the Labyrinth.
0: Terra Box duel. It swaps a uh, Dark Magician, which, as you remember, is uh, being—he's uh, just kind of like meshed inside, relinquished.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, uh, he been, got absorbed. Uh, sort of silly puttied Yeah, yeah. Uh, but with the powers of Mystic Box, he's able to swap Dark Magician with Pegasus's uh, detonator, the Bakudan detonator, whatever the hell its actual name is. Jigon Bakudan. Jigon Bakudan. So Dark Magician uh, is free to return to Yugi's side of the battlefield, and now the uh, the detonator uh, is m- stuck in Relinquished, and so when it goes off, it'll just destroy Relinquished.
1: Yep, and I, like, I guess. and yeah, Relinquished has zero attack, zero defense, so like, it wouldn't do any damage to Pegasus, but it's still just kind of a it's a bummer for Pegasus. Yeah. Who draws and passes on his next turn? Yeah, he's mad.
0: He mad. Uh, He He can't do anything.
1: Yep. Uh, oh no. Go ahead.
0: It's back to Yugi's turn. Uh huh. And uh, we see uh one of the cards from the intro that we have never actually seen before in the show. I don't think. Oh, have we not seen it? I don't think we've seen it. It's brain control.
1: Yeah, we do see it in the intro, don't we?
0: Yeah, there's a lot of shots from this episode specifically that show up in the intro because I was rec- recognizing them left, right, and center.
1: Huh, okay. Uh, but yeah, so he draws the card and he like sees it as brain control and he smirks at Pegasus and Pegasus gasps like somebody has just shivved him. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, hmm. And
0: Pegasus just audibly reacts
1: in like a in like a pain, like oh <laughs> that's just Pegasus though. I, I get it, but it, like all the air leaves his body. <laughs> uh and so yeah, so he plays brain control and brainwashes Relinquished for a turn.
0: One turn. So One turn. this brain comes out onto the battlefield and it like has these like energy hands that go and just kinda pick up relinquished under the armpits like a toddler. And kind of just carry it over to the to Yugi's side of the battlefield, and turns him around.
1: You know, like a normal brain.
0: Yeah, like like uh, how brainwashing works.
1: Right, you you just summon your brain hands, and uh, <laughs> you 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 scoop up the target, and uh, just just plop him on over. Yep. Uh, so when that happens, Pegasus watches. Uh, on on Jigen Bakudan, there's a countdown timer signaling when it's going to explode. Yeah, and it, he watches it slowly tick from one to zero, like it's almost at zero, right? Yeah,
0: it lasted. It takes two turns for it to detonate. Mm-hmm. So there was last turn, and now there's this turn
1: since and he played it. So when he realizes that it's gonna explode at the end of this turn, he starts like laughing maniacally, right? And he explains that it's going to explode this turn, which means that it will also destroy Dark Magician because it's now on Yugi's side of the field. And once Dark Magician is destroyed, that'll just deplete all of Yami, of, uh, Yami Yugi's life points, and Pegasus will win. And again, Yami is just like wrong. Yeah, uh, which I think is Yami's favorite line. Just period. <laughs> he
0: does. He's not putting up with any of Pegasus's bullshit. Right. Um. So he, yeah, he says that he's just going to play the last card Yugi played before he basically sacrificed himself to not allow Pegasus to read their mind. Yep. And he just trusts in Yugi in the heart of the cards. It was a good card. And sure enough, uh, it is.
1: Yeah, it's exactly the card that he needed right now. It is Dark Magic Ritual. Yep. And And, uh, we've seen... Have we seen Dark Magic Ritual before? We've seen Black Magic Ritual. We've seen something similar before. I don't know if it was this
0: ritual exactly.
1: I don't think it was. Okay. Uh, But it's a similar idea. Uh, In order to activate the ritual, Yami has to make a double offering is what he calls it. Uh, So he sacrifices Bakudan... Uh, and dark magician, because Bakudan is now technically under his control because it's under the control of Relinquished, mm-hmm. uh, and he does that to summon the magician of Black Chaos.
0: Magician of Black
1: Chaos, and this is a full-on like Final Fantasy VII, like you know, black like metal music is playing, right? And we we get this slow mo shot of like smoke billowing out and. Feet descending from a hole in space time as as the black magician or as the magician of black chaos sort of descends.
0: Yeah, he looks like the clearance rack of a hot topic the day after Halloween.
1: <laughs> he looks like you know in uh, Arrested Development. There's that episode where Tobias paints himself blue, and then there's that other episode where Tobias goes to a leather shop and asks for the leather daddy look. He looks like if you played those two episodes simultaneously.
0: (laughs) He does, because his face is purple. Uh Uh-huh. And then the rest of him is just, like, black leather and, like, a bunch of belts wrapped around him.
1: Yeah. He looks like the kind of... He looks like a print that you put on a t-shirt if you're the kind of person who also wore a WWE championship belt that you got from Target. (laughs) I mean, again, you can own that. That's fine. But, like, if... If you walked around in public carrying that belt on your shoulder like a badge of pride, you definitely owned this T-shirt. <laughs> oh, for sure. Uh, and uh, and Pegasus is just like, no, not him, not him, and freaking out uh, about this card that they never explain. Yeah, we don't Magician know what its attack black points chaos. Are.
0: He is just powerful, I guess.
1: We we know literally nothing about it. Uh. But, but then Pegasus
0: goes back and he spends like a full minute inner monologuing.
1: That's what it and is. Thank you. I,
0: and I want to point out this entire time he's like monologuing to himself in his own mind. He's gesturing in real life as though he's giving a speech.
1: Oh, he is. Yes. Yeah. Did that's you, why it was you confusing see to me. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't figure out like, wait a second. Who is he talking to here?
0: Uh, he's talking to himself and then, but it's just like. From Yugi's perspective, it's just completely silent, and he's, like, doing all these weird poses as though he's giving, like, a speech from, like,
1: a podium. Right. (laughs) Uh, If only we could do that to certain other people whose speeches (laughs) I've had to watch recently. Uh, So, we get... But his uh, inner
0: monologue, uh, you wrote down what it's about.
1: Yeah, so, so, okay, so he is saying that he gets relinquished back at the end of Yami's turn when the brain control is over. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't really matter what he summons because once he gets relinquished back, he can actually take control of the Magician of Black Chaos because that's relinquished whole thing.
0: Yeah. Um, He'll be able to steal Magician of Black Chaos and then basically just beat Yugi to death with him. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Uh, He's going to turn that Magician into a... club i don't know i couldn't come up with a funny word <laughs> uh, uh and the, we do get a really great shot here of uh yami another yugi. shot from
0: the intro yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah. so it is the shot from the intro it's yami yugi and pegasus superimposed over the dual arena and like profile and pegasus is glowing green and uh, yami yugi is glowing red which i didn't think about until this episode but it's like a cool sort of subversion of the typical good guy bad guy colors hmm. which i think the only other time i've seen it is like star wars the tie fighters shoot green lasers and the x-wings shoot red lasers maybe i just have always misunderstood good guy bad guy colors but like i've always figured red would be a bad guy color and green would be like a good guy color
0: well that's how it works on lightsabers so it's kind of weird that they don't that's
1: true keep it for their ships that's true who knows uh, but that's a good shot. And we see that both yeah. sides of a commercial break. Um, On Yami Yugi's turn, uh, he plays a card face down. Mm-hmm. And he plays another monster in defense mode face down. And Pegasus tries to read his mind, but can't. And he gets another shot of Yugi's friends giving a big ol' thumbs up.
0: Yeah, giving him the stink eye.
1: Doing little finger
0: guns. Hey. Don't need uh, our
1: cards, <laughs> right?
0: So that uh, ends Yugi's turn, yes. and uh, Pegasus gets relinquished back, and he has this great line: "Relinquished is back where he belongs with his daddy." Uh, <laughs> uh,
1: I hate it. I hate. I hate this. Okay, that line is the start of a thing. I we've had a lot of worsts. While watching this series, Jimmy, that line signals the beginning of my worst moment for the whole show.
0: It's this monster he's about to bring out, isn't it?
1: He, well, it starts with him calling himself a daddy. (laughs) Uh, I'll tell you that much. It starts there and it goes straight down. It goes straight down. It goes straight to the graveyard. Uh, Pegasus plays Polymerization, and this this is one of your favorite cards. So, like, yeah. you explain this to me
0: once again. Uh, polymerization is able to do whatever the hell you want it to. Just
1: fuck all. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And in this case, Pegasus is using. He plays two cards. One Polymerization, uh-huh. and the second card is a monster called Thousand Eyes Idol, which is this, I a thing I can only describe as uh, a green potato clown uh, covered with, like, human eyes. It's just mm-hmm. a lumpy green potato with goofy little arms and legs. Yep. And it's just covered with, like, eyeballs. Like, actual eyeballs. Yep. And so he uses polymerization to merge it with uh, Relinquished. Uh-huh. And now we get to see this absolutely disgusting kind of Akira-esque uh, transformation sequence because Relinquished combines with this this Thousand Eyes Idol to become Thousand Eyes Restrict stupid name but Relinquished starts sprouting all these like writhing pustules he gets Uh all these like tumor-like growths all over him that start to thrash and wiggle and writhe and all these like grotesque little tumors kind of pop open and it's uh, a bunch of eyeballs that he just suddenly grew.
1: Two things. One, if we were somehow able to get a slow motion video of this transformation sequence, it would do very well in certain sectors of YouTube.
0: Gross.
1: Yeah. Second... I cannot believe that this was deemed safe for television.
0: Oh yeah, for a four kids TV show, this is way more horrifying than anything we've seen, including actual guns that they airbrushed out.
1: This is the number one most gross fucking thing I have ever seen. And I, I hate it. I I genuinely hate what is occurring on the screen presently at this point in the episode.
0: Yeah, and it turns it, like brown, like like rotting flesh. Uh-huh. All the eyeballs are like writhing around. Um it sprouts all these big old like veins. And then mm-hmm. the central eye stalk becomes turgid. <laughs> Why did you have to use that word? <laughs> But that's the only word that it can use to describe it. It looks like a dick, is what I'm saying. It, <laughs> it looks like a has, huge, disgusting dick. It has in a eyeballs.
1: penis on its chest. Coming out of its chest is a big old dick, erupting eyes from its chest. And on its tip is a stone version of the Millennium Eye. Yes. <laughs> Now a lot of you I know a lot of you are thinking, is Thousand Eyes or Strict circumcised? I'm here to tell you? I can't tell. <laughs> Genuinely can't tell. I don't know I don't know what to qualify here.
0: Well it's a sp- perfect sphere on the end, so uh I'll let so, you yes. do the
1: thinking. So I would assume yes. Does it look healthy? No. No it does not. Uh Pegasus says that something will happen when All of Thousand Eyes restricts Thousand Eyes open up. Yeah, exactly. One thousand eyes. You can tell that they're kind of squinty. They're kind of like sleepy. They're just barely opening.
0: Yeah, it's me waking up in the morning.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, uh, what's going on? And it's sort of like an air of mystery, but we cut immediately back to the peanut gallery. And Taya is uh, giving encouragement to her friends. She's saying, keep it up, guys. We're not giving up till Yugi's home safe. Yeah, they're and, still and they're
0: believing like, in Yugi with all their hearts.
1: And they they're like, "Yeah, we're not we're not going to leave you here, Yugi." And they sound like they're getting tired from thinking.
0: Well, are they thinking or are they using their newfound psychic powers?
1: That's a great question. It's kind of hard to tell. It, it, okay. It's, it's not just kind of hard to tell. It is hard to tell. <laughs> Uh, I do want
0: to point out there's a uh, a wide shot of the whole arena because it's still got uh, the dark energy sphere in the center and the friends mm-hmm, next to it, mm-hmm. but we also see the balcony where <laughs> Bakura and Mokaba are just still kind of passed out up there. <laughs> They're just slumped over. <laughs> just a uh, couple of uh, unconscious children that they left up there.
1: No and big also, deal.
0: Be fine. Um, over where Pegasus's like throne is uh croquet is just standing there watching this
1: he oh, is wait, not f- what
0: i didn't see that yeah he's just standing there he is not phased by this dark energy orb at all or just these chilling. these psychic children he is a hundred percent used to this kind of stuff he's just standing there waiting for it to be done so he can go home
1: <laughs> i did not notice that at all holy shit
0: yeah he's only oh, yeah. there for a split second where you can see sure
1: yeah no i I was paying too much attention to the the empty children Mm -hmm. uh uh that's i think that's it as far as what we get from the outside of the bubble because my next note is we're back in the duel which and i wrote this down explicitly i hate watching now
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh there's a lot of uh, grotesque shots of our good th- good friend Thousand Eyes restrict.
1: Yeah, uh, let me tell you now. So some of our audience members have children. Uh, don't watch this episode with your kids. <coughs> Just don't. It's gonna fuck up their nightmares. It's come. It's gonna be a bad time. I'm gonna have trouble sleeping tonight. Yeah, I hate it. Mac, uh, I know you're
0: listening. Don't watch this with your kids.
1: <laughs> uh, also, don't listen to this podcast with your kids. I think, hopefully, we're...
0: That that should be oh, pretty straightforward to understand. But Yeah. Unless your kid's, like, real cool.
1: <laughs> your kid uh, is
0: already, like, wearing a cool leather jacket and sunglasses. In
1: which case, your kid will not want to listen to this podcast because they're too cool for it.
0: Yeah, they're way too... That that cool kid is way too cool for this Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. <laughs> uh
1: but okay, so we're back in the duel. Pegasus tells, I guess, us the audience, like he's internal monologuing still. Uh he says that when the Thousand Eyes opens up all of its eyes, every monster on Yami's side of the field is gonna be paralyzed and under its control.
0: I don't think not mm-hmm. even under its control. It will be paralyzed and completely unable to attack or defend.
1: Ah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right.
0: Pegasus would just be able to do whatever he wants on the battlefield.
1: Yep. So it's going to be bad news bears when that happens, but apparently it takes a turn? I guess. Yeah, it takes at least a turn, because we go immediately back to a flashback of Yugi playing the last card that the boy ever did play, uh, which was last episode so i don't know why we need another flashback but it's uh, played essentially to give yami this moment of like man i really need to make yugi's sacrifice worthwhile you know i i need to make this count does he take a turn here it's not it's unclear to me
0: i think it's still pegasus's
1: turn okay so we so we cut to to yami yugi just sort of having a moment even though it's not his turn yeah uh and then pegasus says just another horrible gross line that I hate, uh, and I'm sad that it had to be in my ear holes, but now it is in yours. He says, thousand eyes restrict, time to open your peepers.
0: <laughs> and which... yeah, it starts to open its eyes uh, all the way, and Yugi tells, uh, I'm just going to call him Chaos Mage, because that's what they call him, instead that's of what
1: they say, yeah.
0: Magician of Black Chaos, which takes uh-huh. too long. He tells Chaos Mage to try and hold him off, but that's not how this works, because it's a card game. Right. Anyway, Thousand Eyes opens its Thousand Eyes.
1: It do. You can count all of them. If you pause and count every single Thousand Eye and take a screen cap and send a picture to 4Kids at this address in New York, New York, uh, you too can get a no prize. Uh...
0: Yeah, it opens I, its
1: eyes and I hate it. Um, I hate it more somehow now. It's
0: eye stock, it's central eye stock, kind of like a
1: big purple veiny Thanos penis.
0: It yes. just starts kind of thrashing up and down while it, this is going it on. It
1: wiggles its giant Dr. Manhattan dick. And
0: all his, its eyes open up. And they the eyeball it, it puts on a rave. It starts shooting it starts shooting laser beams out of all of its thousand eyes. Just like the ions in Metroid Prime.
1: Oh, this is where you went with it. Okay. Yeah. All right. I like that. I like that. Uh, before that happens, though, there is a moment that I noticed and wish that I hadn't. The The eyeball, the stone Millennium Eye replica at the, the tip of the penis uh, squints, and it makes a sort of... St- I can only describe it as like a a squidging noise when it does. So it goes, it goes when it, when it just kind of, just kind of presses the, the, the lids together a a little bit. Yeah. And, um, yeah, you know, I'm just really glad that it didn't shoot, uh, didn't shoot arrows out of the tip. Let me just say that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. My note here is Thousand Eye's central stock becomes turgid and moves around in a really gross way. It looks like a dick. It's even covered in big, thick veins. What the hell?
1: Uh, whereas my notes are all caps, Ugh, it has a purple <laughs> veiny penis that's moving. Ugh, the eye at the top of the penis makes a squidging noise when it squints. Ugh, I hate this.
0: It's so gross.
1: It's the worst.
0: Um, but now that um whatever the hell his name is, Chaos Mage is mm-hmm. uh completely paralyzed and unable to do anything, uh Thousand Eyes does its um the The thing it's able to do where it, uh, that Relinquished was able to do, where it just kind of draws in enemies to get sucked into it. Right. And become part of it to get aloft,
1: Right, yeah. Pegasus announces that Thousand Eyes is going to use Absorption Force, is what he calls it. And Yami immediately says that this is the play he's been waiting for.
0: It's the play I've been waiting for, too.
1: That's true. You you fucking three sixty no scoped this play like I two it. episodes ago. At least last episode for certain. It was last episode. Uh, and Pegasus is like gloating, he's saying, like, in mere moments your magician of black chaos will be assimilated, and all his power will be mine. Uh and Yugi says his favorite line again Wrong. Wrong! And can you guess what card he plays? No, Jimmy, tell me.
0: It's Karibo! Yay! With Multiply!
1: So fucking good.
0: Once again, that move he used against Kaiba that pissed him off so much. uh, Yugi, uh, the card that he had played face down in defense position was Karibo. And um, he plays uh, Multiply on it. And since the Karibo were on the battlefield... When Thousand Eyes Restrict did its thing, they are also um, paralyzed and unable to do anything.
1: So yeah, they start so that's, getting... That's the, that's the important difference between Thousand Eyes Restrict and um, Relinquished, is that Thousand Eyes Restrict, its effect affects all monsters on Yugi's side of the field, whether they're in defense mode, attack mode, face up, face down, whatever, all of them. So even though Karibu was face down and in defense mode, it's still paralyzed and under the spell. But continue.
0: And as these are getting vacuumed, or should I say hoovered for our international audience, uh, <laughs> towards Thousand Eyes Restrict, he plays multiply, and they just start. They, they don't stop coming, and they don't stop coming. It's doing that <laughs> that triple move where it's just infinite Karibu
1: yeah and uh, and Yami's sort of explaining this to Pegasus being like it's f- since it's too late to take your move back, he's forced to suck up all of the caribo if it can. Yeah.
0: Um, it's and all these caribos start drifting toward thousand eyes.
1: Mm-hmm. and, and uh, they're all sucked into the belly, which is a mouth now because that's fun.
0: Yeah, they're being sucked towards the mouth. But instead, they kind of gravitate to all the, the Thousand Eyes on Thousand Eyes.
1: Yeah, they start kind of covering the eyes, which is a, a fun effect. Pegasus even says something like, there must be a thousand of them. And then Yami's like, tens of thousands. Yeah, just, just like in uh, try and be cool, I Two guess.
0: Towers, wasn't it? You would need an army of thousands when uh, Saruman and Wyrmton oh. are in his tower. And they're looking at yes. his army yes tens of thousands
1: and then he opens the door and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. except it's instead that. of
0: uh the fighting uruk uh it's little fuzzballs
1: Fucks. okay can you please jimmy you're good at video editing make this a thing for me <laughs> but
0: <laughs> if you can find put, uh, put a way Pegasus's... for me is
1: to... Pegasus's face over Worm Tongue, and Yugi's face over Saruman, and then Karibo over the Orcs.
0: <laughs> you know what? If you can find me uh, a way to download this episode, uh, I'll do it.
1: Oh, I don't even think you need the line from from this episode. I think I think you just need just screen caps. Just well, even just screen caps. Yeah, yeah, screen caps from the movie and screen caps from the episode. I'll look into it. All right. All right. Great. That's awesome. Uh, so, all one thousand so, eyes
0: get covered uh-huh. by a caribou, so the spell is broken. So you're um, yeah, right.
1: So the spell's broken. So so uh, the black magician of chaos, which I've abbreviated here as BMC, which I feel like is pretty like that's like its rapper name. Bevel may cry. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So so BMC is freed.
0: Yeah. Um, the Karibo cover all the eyes of restrict, and then
1: uh-huh.
0: I don't remember this part uh, from the yeah. earlier episode.
1: So, so okay, so Pegasus suddenly has a moment of realization, and he goes, "Oh no!" And y- Yami goes, "That's right. You remember how Karibo attack? They explode on contact with the enemy." I do remember uh, this because I remember I remember comparing them to Prinny's From uh, the Disgaea series, which do the exact same thing. They're like penguins. They're like pirate penguins with pegged legs uh, and little bat wings. And you you pick them up and you throw them. And when they land, they explode. So I do remember making that comparison. So the Karibo, when it comes into contact with an enemy, explodes. And that's how it attacks. And because these tens of thousands of Karibo have just come into contact with uh, Thousand-Eyed Restrict, they all explode at once. And uh, it uh, completely cripples Thousand I Restrict. It doesn't. Da- it doesn't kill it. Yeah,
0: that was. But it,
1: because because it still. I think it still only counts as one Caribo for attack. I'm honestly not sure how that works.
0: It's Yami, all story nonsense at this point, anyway.
1: Right, Yami loses 300 life points because it was his Caribo that that died because the Kribo explodes. Uh, but it cripples Thousand Eyes and frees the Chaos Mage. So so I think Thousand Eyes goes back to just being relinquished. Uh, or at least all the eyes close. It's kind of yeah. hard to tell. Um, and that opens up the door for Yugi to have the Magician of Black Chaos. The Black... Chaos Magician? Magician. Of, yeah, you know, that guy. Chaos Mage. Uh, why did I put BMC has the abbreviation that black magician of
0: chaos i meant to put
1: mbc i did okay i see what happened here i put mbc in uh one two three times and then i put in bmc and then i put bmw once and (laughs) then i put abc uh so fuck me then i guess i don't know uh amw
0: root beer uses chaos scepter blast
1: yeah hamburgers and whoop beer (laughs) uh so yeah so the, the cast magician attacks thousand eyes and destroys just, it
0: just annihilates the damn thing
1: Cut to the peanut gallery going uh
0: huh hey yeah, there's a lot of stunned reactions and, and uh they can they feel, feel Yugi, feel Yugi again. again yeah to their and... they they ping Yugi on their friendship link and uh he is back <laughs> online.
1: Uh, his his away message on uh, aim is no longer uh, my chemical romance lyrics or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, and they beat Pegasus. Yeah, they win. That was it.
0: That's it. That's the end of this whole arc. Karibo blowing up a thing, really yeah. gross monster.
1: Yep, and. Uh, they, they, the cloud starts to disappear. Pegasus is crying because he lost, um, and Yami, Pegasus just
0: completely breaks down.
1: He does, yeah. He's he's like, you know, Cecilia, my love. I'm sorry, I've disappointed you. Uh, all these things, and uh, Yami sort of lowers his head, and I guess enters their mind palace again. I'm not yeah. Really sure he what like closes
0: his eyes and meditates to enter his mind palace and Yugi is there
1: there he is and they're like hey we did it we won and yami two things happen yami gives a thumbs up which feels very unnatural and then they high five question mark it looks like to me they tried to high five but because their spirits their hands just kind of pass through each other they give the worst high five, I think is the thing. And I think it's because Yami has never high fived in his goddamn life. So what they do is they – it looks to me like they, they do connect, but they do that thing where it's like you barely miss the other person's hand. Yeah, they like slide of the, off each other. Well, it's, it's what, what would you call the part of the hand opposite the thumb, the like heel of the hand?
0: Yeah, where your the, the pinky The part under is. the pinky. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So it's just those parts of the hands connect, and they sort of, like, collide off of each <laughs> other. And it's just the weakest high five that I think we've ever seen on television. And this was animated, so somebody did that on purpose. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, so then Yugi's like, we did it together. And Yami says, that's right, as friends
0: even though Yugi wasn't there for the uh, last half of it.
1: He also says as friends in a way that's like too clear, if that makes sense. Is, is, is He's like he's, he's saying it to like cover his ass so that people don't like get the wrong idea about their relationship. Like, no, 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 as friends. <laughs> like when you like want to ask somebody out, but also don't want to ask somebody out, like, hey, do you want go to go out to dinner? Like, Oh, no, 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 no. As friends. As friends. Yeah. That's the, how the he man. says it.
0: But you're... He... It's a... They're not really friends. Well, they are now. But he is a ghost possessing his body.
1: That's true. Still <laughs> weird. We're two spirits possessing the same corporeal form. <laughs> but we're just friends. It's
0: a time timeshare. <laughs> <laughs> they have you joint know, custody of time the body. Yugi.
1: <laughs> god damn it we both made good jokes (laughs) at the same time
0: yeah and uh yeah they're they're friends and they uh they defeated pegasus together yay
1: and they're friends uh It was only just in this last – there's a final wide shot of, like, the cloud going away. And it's only in that last wide shot that I noticed that Mokuba and Bakura are still, like, slumped over the balcony.
0: Yeah, they're still (laughs) up there.
1: There they are. Uh, And as soon as they can see him, the peanut gallery sort of rushes to Yugi. And they're like, yeah, he did it. We're so proud of you. And Joey has this whole – thing about how he tries to compliment yugi but then tristan or teia beats him to it and he's like oh you're stealing all the good stuff i was gonna say and uh they're like yeah well the important thing is he won yay
0: And then they, but like they turn to look at pegasus
1: they... and well, well but how do they know that he won first off
0: uh probably because he's not sobbing over the loss of his grandpa who is now trapped in a vhs tape for eternity
1: that's fair. That's fair. Okay. It just seemed awful quick to jump to. We can see him again. That means he won. Yay. He can get his grandpa back. Yay. Like that's, that felt preemptive.
0: Yeah. It's just kind of awkward.
1: It's fine. Because then, then they turn to look at Pegasus. And then the thing that you were going to say.
0: Uh, they look over at Pegasus and he gone.
1: He gone. He vamoost. He's not there.
0: And then they're like, ah, that cheating snake. He's, he ran away. He's not going to live up to his end of
1: the bargain. Right. And Joey's like, oh, that figures. So Tristan says, let's go find him. To which Teo wisely reminds him, we can't just leave Mokuba and Bakura alone. And then we hear from the balcony, hey, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm not dead yet.
0: Yeah. And they look up and it's uh, Bakura. Hello. Everyone, it's me, Bakura, I'm okay.
1: It's literally the scene from Monty Python on the Search for the Holy Grail where, like, somebody turns and goes, you fell out of the tall tower, you creep.
0: (laughs) No, I didn't. (laughs) And he's just, like, waving at them. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, Tristan says something along the lines of, ah, are you feeling back to normal? And he says, have I not been normal, Tristan? And then he says the greatest... uh, Succinct summary of what Bakura's been going through.
1: Oh yeah, I didn't write this down. What was this?
0: Uh, that weird, that weird ring you wear around your neck was making you act like a real freak again. <laughs> <laughs> to which uh, Bakura says, "Freak?
1: Oh my!" And, and uh, he's all he's all jolly good English again.
0: Yeah, and he's like, "Well, if it's been making me act like a freak, then it's a good thing I don't have it anymore." And they they just look up on him and he's like, "Hey, can you take care of Mokuba?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure." And so they all just book it down to the 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 catacombs or the tunnels or wherever. Yeah, uh, just leaving, leaving
1: leaving Mokuba and Bakura behind, I guess.
0: Yep. And then we get a zoom in on Bakura. Bah ha ha! He literally and- evil laughs.
1: He he! evil laughs and he changes back to his bad Kura accent and he goes, those fools. Uh, I I didn't write down his line here, but essentially he says something to the effect of like, this gives me the chance to fulfill my evil plan. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Let me, let me use my bad Kura voice. Here those fools. This gives me the perfect opportunity to use my evil plan. <laughs>
0: yeah, the gist of it is now he can go and find... I don't even know what his plan is to find the soul of Mokuba. Well, then... no, I
1: think that's I think that's the point. I think he doesn't need the soul of Mokuba. I think he just needs the body.
0: He was going to go uh, around the castle and do something, but the point is, he's got Mokuba's body now that he can transfer himself into.
1: Yep. Papa got a brand new bag. Of bodies. Of of body singular. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. That's all I got. Anyway, maybe he's thinking, dun, dun, maybe dun. He's thinking he can find uh Kaiba instead and like just oh, yeah. get like a, a, a another soulless body, but just with a little bit more height on him.
0: So he's not trapped in the body of like a six-year-old boy.
1: Yeah, yeah. He must be real sick of that. Uh but yeah, no, that fade to black.
0: Yeah. Dun 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 ominous ending. Next time on Yu-Gi-Oh! What's gonna happen? <sighs>
1: who knows uh yeah so there we go that's episode 39 uh fusion of light and darkness black chaos descends jimmy what was your favorite part of this episode
0: Ooh, there was you know what i liked this episode a lot there was so much good stuff there was story stuff there was magic stuff there was a duel that was actually good and had like actual stakes to it Uh, We got to see some new mechanics in play. And once again, Yugi is using his ridiculous uh, Karibo technique to (laughs) defeat villains who just have complete mental breakdowns over it. So it was good. There was a lot to like in this episode. My favorite part.
1: This is, is, I think, the most excited you've ever been about doing an episode of this podcast because you texted me last night. It was 2 a.m. my time, by the way. You texted me last night, and you said, I just watched the episode, and that's some good Yu-Gi-Oh. It was some
0: good Yu-Gi-Oh. It is. It's some good Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, in terms of, in Yu-Gi-Oh terms, this was some good Yu-Gi-Oh.
1: <laughs> so, okay, so a favorite.
0: Um, uh, My favorite was um, just the story this time in Pegasus being defeated and mm. all the, the stuff that went into it. And how it's the just the culmination of this whole story arc, and they they finally beat Pegasus with the power of friendship, and it was just it's, it was super cheesy. I mean, it was it's not it's still not good, but for what it's trying to do, it does it well.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it feels good. I think, and and maybe this is just because this is a five parter where like things didn't progress really for a lot of it it feels good to have an episode where like here's a bunch of stuff that happens that's like definitive now the world has changed the the characters are changed like yeah here's progression
0: it was progression and the end of a five parters which is also nice
1: feels good
0: we can move on to mind-blowing story stuff next episode
1: probably god i i I I hope so. I think so, though, actually, just looking at the thumbnail for the next episode, but we'll get to that later.
0: Yeah, what was your favorite part of this episode?
1: Man, I'm trying to decide. Like you said, there's a lot that's good in this episode, I think, but... Uh, man, yeah, like, there's, there's some stuff that I could, like ironically say is my favorite you know like stuff that was like oh it's so bad it's good huh Thousand eyes uh, restrict. we'll circle back around to that in a minute here uh y- you know i i think my favorite is actually the end of the episode where uh bakura pops back up and <laughs> and, and and does the whole like oh hello hey everybody hey hi um and then and then the instant heel turn that happens as soon as everyone's back is turned like that moment there i think really shows again like how not only why bad is bad but like he is good at being bad yeah you know it's it's not like he's
0: jumping into this body and like being himself in it he's able to mimic bakura while in his body enough to convince everyone that he's fine exactly
1: and that hang on to that idea of the spirit mimicking the original host of the body we're gonna come back to this uh what was your worst part of the episode
0: uh my worst uh correct me if i'm wrong here thousand eyes restrict still had an attack and defense that are both zero right Yes. So when it died, how did Pegasus
1: lose? The, the difference between the two monsters' attack points is what gets deducted from the, the life points of the owner. Okay. So it's the difference between uh, Magician of Black chaos's attack points and zero. Mm-hmm.
0: which is enough to take it around okay right. I thought it was the either the attack or defense that was uh, dealt as like death damage when it dies
1: no there 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 are some cards that we've seen previously that have done that which has made this really confusing like there are some cards that when they destroy a card that card's attack points are then deducted from the life points of the owner but I think this is just straight combat so it's the difference between the two numbers okay um,
0: then never mind. That won't be my worst. I was just confused.
1: Well, my worst on, will
0: be thousand uh, eyes restrict cuz it's nasty.
1: Thank you. Yes, that is my worst as well. We're in agreement. That shit fucked up.
0: It is really gross.
1: I like, I don't I know what it. else
0: you want to say about it besides uh
1: if we okay, just if we had to pick a card of the week from this week, it would certainly be that card. I do not want to talk about it oh and... I was
0: going to say it would be um dark magic ritual as
1: a possible oh, okay. card of the week I like that a lot better I like that a lot better uh thousand eyes restrict is fucking nasty sure is and bad that's all we have to say about that and well and, and to your point from earlier to make to add insult to injury. Why couldn't Pegasus have played it in defense mode? Because when you defeat a monster in defense mode, the owner takes no damage.
0: That's true. I guess he was just so sure that he would win. He he counted too much on his magic, uh, and he didn't account for the power of friendship, being able ah. to overcome ancient magic items
1: fucking guess. fucking guess. So the boy's dead.
0: Yeah, uh, tell me about your theory that Yugi is still dead.
1: I think okay, the the TLDR of my theory is that the Yugi that we see at the end of the episode is not the Yugi we saw at the start of the episode or at the at the end of the last episode, I guess. Really? Yugi died, and he is dead, and he stays dead for the rest of the series. The Yugi that we are seeing inhabiting the form of Yugi Moto is Yami Yugi. Because we know from the example that Bad Kura just said at the end of the episode that a spirit inhabiting a body can take on the voice and mannerisms and memories of the, the body that it is assuming mm-hmm. there's some sort of a, of a genetic memory sort of thing happening there. So I think to make his newfound friends feel better, Yami Yugi is impersonating Yugi for the rest of the series.
0: Cool theory, but who was he talking to inside his head?
1: Do you remember how? At the beginning of this episode, when Grandpa appeared, we, I, had this batshit theory that we actually have three levels to personage.
0: Oh, and you think this was just, like, the idea of Yugi that he was mm. greeting?
1: Yes. The same way that the friends of Yugi were able to block Pegasus's psychic attacks... The friends of Yugi are keeping the heart of Yugi alive. And so long as there is someone around to remember Yugi, his heart will live on. I kind of like it. <laughs> that's that's how Grandpa was able to show up, is, is Yugi remembers Grandpa, and Yugi's friends remember Yugi. So therefore... By the law of conserved hearts, <coughs> uh, co- conservation of heart energy, conservation Grandpa, is of able to, <laughs> Grandpa is able to appear to Yami. And from here on, we will see the spirit of Yugi appear, such as in the movie, which takes place after this episode, or after the next episode, I guess. We will see the spirit of Yugi appear inside the Millennium Puzzle. Or rather, the heart of Yugi. But we have no confirmation as to whether or not that is the spirit inhabiting the body of Yugi.
0: So it's not like his soul, it's like a shade of Yugi.
1: It is it is the version of Yugi that everyone remembers.
0: I kinda like it. I want to see how he acts in the next couple of episodes to
1: to look at. Let's watch. Let's watch Yugi moving forward.
0: All right, keep let's, an eye let's on watch that boy. Some <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: gonna watch another episode right now. No, it's uh, it's almost midnight here. All right, uh, <laughs> is there anything else? I, I feel uh, like I card of the week. Okay, let's do. Let's it. do the card. It's of time it. to uh, 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 end the episode uh card of the week you brought up uh the black magic ritual did you want to talk about that real quick
0: yeah let me see if i can pull it up
1: black magic ritual. it literally just
0: pulled up the wikipedia page on black
1: magic oh good
0: oh and the second is an amazon result for
1: black magic ritual let's see here don't know what we expected there uh fourth result is disabled man falls into fire during black magic ritual in india oh god that's a youtube video all right not gonna watch that <laughs> no, fifth result fifth result i do have his head and arms chopped off in black magic ritual define lost dot dot dot
0: this is really grim and not at all what i was i
1: do not like this hoping to talk about whatsoever how all about right. the
0: actual card
1: hit me with that Got good card juice
0: uh black magic ritual it's a spell card it's used to ritual summon magician of black chaos You must also tribute monsters from your hand or field whose total levels equal 8 or more.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So it doesn't have to be Black Magician or Dark Magician or anything of the sort. just a number of monsters whose total levels. I assume that's like the stars on the top of the card?
1: uh yeah 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 the stars at the top of the card are levels yep has to equal eight or more to bring them out huh simple math cool yeah there we go that's it pretty uh pretty strong card yeah it does a cool thing it's fine i guess i don't know
0: it brings out one guy
1: yeah it was a very convenient to have it appear in this episode story the heart of the cards worked out yep uh yeah uh, we have a random card of the week this week as well as we do every week uh the random card of the week this week jimmy is chaos ancient gear giant
0: just a random grab bag of nouns huh
1: pretty much yeah chaos ancient gear giant is a 10 star machine slash effect monster says four ancient gear monsters must be fusion summoned and cannot be special summoned by other ways unaffected by spell trap effects uh, oh, monsters I... monsters in your opponent's possession cannot activate their effects during the battle phase. This card can attack all monsters your opponent controls once each. If this card ha- attacks a defense... Mo- Whoa. If this card attacks a defense position monster, inflict piercing battle damage to your opponent, and it has 4,500 attack and 3,000 defense. So this is this card's basically like a uh, get fucked card.
0: Yeah, and um, I was reacting to the art that I just got. Um, this does not look what I was expecting an ancient-geared giant to look like. Uh, this dude just looks like a Decepticon. Let me drop it in chat for you here.
1: Yeah, you know, I've, I've got one pulled up here on okay. my end, too. Uh, yeah, it's basically the, f- the end of the Iron Giant. Yeah, yeah. It's like when the Iron Giant like pulls out all his guns and shit. Like that's just the art of this card. It's almost got a Voltron thing going on too. It does vaguely animalistic hands and and feet and Um, knees
0: too. It's all like animal heads.
1: For the listener at home, uh, it's it's what you're picturing. It's a giant robot dude uh, with a, sort of a blue gray color scheme, and it's pointing one hand at the at the camera, I guess. And there's this sort of swirl of of energy and black lightning, sort of about to be coming out of the hand.
0: Yeah, it looks pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it. Uh, I was expecting yeah, more it's...
0: clockwork, but this guy is neat.
1: It's it, it it really just looks like one of those where it's like uh oh yeah, this guy's gonna kick the shit out of me. And then you read the rules in the card and you're like, oh yeah, I'm fucked. All right. <laughs> yep. Uh so yeah, there it is. Chaos Ancient Gear Giant. This is Zero card of the week. Uh if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us uh on Twitter and Instagram at YAMPod. That's Y-A-M-P-O-D. You can email us at youactivatedmypodcast My Podcast at gmail.com. You can visit our website, heart of the dot cards. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you can find, you know, Jimmy or myself, uh, personally at all those places as well. Uh, Jimmy, you have another podcast. Do you want to talk about that real quick?
0: Yep. My other podcast dungeons against humanity. It's D and D, but all of the, uh, people and things we encounter are inspired by randomly drawn, uh, cards against humanity cards. Uh, you can find that at
1: dungeons against humanity.net it's dot com. <laughs> I, uh, I've been re-listening to the episodes because I was, I was a few behind now. Uh, so I've just like, I decided, okay, I'm going to start from the beginning just in case I forgot anything. And I downloaded all the episodes and I just like the other day, I just had them playing just one after the other, after the other. So it was just this constant background of, of, of y'all playing D&D. And it was, yeah, it was be really nice. I, well, and then and then we recorded, uh, oh, this must have been, it was like the day after we recorded last that I, that I did this. So it was just like, oh, I just have like a week full of Jimmy's today, I guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that makes me uh, but it was, uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> but it, but it was good. It was good. The, the podcast is, is really good to listen to. It's, it's got a, I'm glad you like it then. There's a cadence to it that a, a lot of other live action podcasts don't have. So I, I really appreciate it. Uh, all right. Do you have anything else you want to, you want to mention before we, we cut this thing? Nope.
0: Let's end this. All right. so I can go to bed. And you Let's can go to bed. Let's do
1: it. Yeah. What the fuck? It's like, 3 p.m. Your time. All right. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, until next time. You know the line has to be, don't you?
0: Relinquished is back where he belongs with his daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong.